Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's head to the phone lines right now to be joined by one of my favorite people to talk football with, Bonte Hill of 95.7 The Game. But first, let me tell you that our big game coverage is brought to you by Community America Credit Union. Community America Credit Union is proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get your Chiefs checking account, including the exclusive Chiefs debit card at ChiefsChecking.com. Bonte, how you doing today, my man? Oh, man, long time no talk, Harrison. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Bonte, let me tell you, man, that the confidence here in Kansas City is absolutely through the roof. So in the segment before you just hopped on, I gave one thing that I'm confident in. I'm confident in Kansas City's ability to run the ball. I saw Aaron Jones have over 100 yards. I saw David Montgomery have 95 yards rushing. Jamison Williams had that big play. I'm confident about that. One thing I am worried about, Kansas City didn't score in the second half against the Ravens, and they didn't score in the fourth quarter against Buffalo. I'm worried that they're going to hit a little bit of a lull. And I'm telling you, the text line was telling me to shut up, that this is going to be a blowout. Our top text is, is, is Kansas City 27, Niners 13. Overwhelming confidence in Kansas City. How are you guys in the Bay Area heading into this matchup? How confident are you guys? Well, quiet confidence. And I remember since you came on my show this morning, you were very confident. I don't know what switched up in the last four hours with you, Carrington, but we'll get to that at some point in this conversation. Look, Niner fans are quietly confident because we feel like it's our time. Feels like they've gone through all the bumps and bruises to get back to this point. You know, after Super Bowl 54, the way that ended, you know, 10 point lead, seven minutes to change, left to go, third and 15. And we know about the wasp play, the Tyree kill, third and 15. And we feel like something was stolen from us. And then, you think about the way last season went down, LeBron Purdy getting hurt in the NFC Championship game. So it's been the Super Bowl or bust mentality all season long for the 49ers in their fan base, in this fan base. And it feels like it's our time. It feels like they have the better team, the better offense. And with this offense humming, scoring nearly 30 points a game, we feel like we can force feed Chris McCaffrey and get to the magic number. We realize that Kansas City and all their losses, they've given up, given up at least 31 rushes a game in those losses and over 100-plus yards. So we think if we get to 30 carries with McCaffrey getting about 20 to 25 and maybe Debo getting another 5 to 7, that the Niners can win this game going away with the time of possession in their favor. So there's a quiet confidence with the 49er fan base. Well, we do realize. We do realize we're going up against Superman, and that's passing the home. So that's in the back of our minds, and we know that we're going to be in a dogfight going against Mahomes. But if the Niners' offense handle their business and maximizes every possession, we feel like we're going to win this trophy. 
Monte, I'm certainly confident heading into it. I just expect Kansas City to have to grind this game out because they've always had to grind games out. They had to grind it out against Buffalo. They had to grind it out last week against Baltimore. I think this game is going to be low scoring. I have a 23-17 Kansas City. I like the under in this game. I'm picking Kansas City because they have the clearly superior coach, clearly the better quarterback, and I think it's just as clear that their defense is better. So if you're going to give me Patrick Mahomes and the better defense and the better coach, I just feel really confident heading into this matchup, but I certainly have a lot of respect for San Francisco and a team that since they traded Christian McCaffrey, they've clearly been the league's second best team behind Kansas City. Yeah, you know, and you're cool to feel like that. I expect you to feel like that, Carrington, and because you do have Patrick Mahomes. He's the best player of football, without a doubt. Like, I remember a couple of years ago, people have been arguments about Josh Hurt, Justin Herbert, and Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, what? Give Mahomes all day. And trust me, Niner fans are still disappointed Back in 2017, when he sent John Lynch and GM of the 49ers to scout Mahomes just to be a decoy, and John Lynch was calling back to Shanahan saying, hey, uh, you sure we don't want to take this kid out of Texas Tech? So we understand what we're going up against, but we also watch the games just like you do, and we realize Buffalo left some food on the table, right? Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs dropping that deep ball. You know, Josh Allen missing that seam route late in the game before the Tyler Bass missed field goal. We also realized that the Baltimore Ravens only ran the damn ball 16 times. What are they doing? They were they were playing. It was so crazy watching that game before the Niners, and I was at Levi's watching the game, you know, watching what was going on. And we're thinking to ourselves, boy, if we have to play Baltimore in the Super Bowl, it's going to be really tough because we saw what happened on Christmas night. But Baltimore played that game offensively as if they were down 14 nothing, 21 nothing, 24 7 at the half. Thinking to myself, what are they doing? The run game is working. Keep pounding. You're down 10 at the half. No need to abandon the run game. And for whatever reason, they did that, which played right in the hands of the Kansas City Chiefs, of course. I'd expect Kyle Shanahan to do that. I expect them to learn his lesson, feed the ball, give it to number 23, play action pass, and use your playmakers all day long. And I expect this defense. You know, you're right. The defense has been disappointing ever since I want to say the Arizona game when the Cardinals ran for over 230 yards on the 49ers. It's been downhill ever since. Bosa hasn't had any help. Chase Young has been a massive disappointment. And whenever you hear the GM of the team, the defensive coordinator, and the head coach, head coach talk about effort in the NFC Championship game, that's totally unacceptable. Unacceptable. So I expect the Niners' effort level to be a lot better defensively. And I expect Bolton to really set the tone on the defensive end. Look, the secondary is what it is. They're going to give up plays. Kelsey's going to get his money. But I do expect the premium players to play like platinum players. And that's Fred Water. That's Nick Bosa. That's Drew Greelaw. I expect these guys to fly around and make just enough plays to give the Niners' offense a chance to steal this Super Bowl late in the game. And I expect the Niners to do just that. Bonte, who are you more worried about in this matchup? Is it Isaiah Pacheco or Travis Kelsey? Oh, I mean, it all starts with Kelsey, right? I mean, Kelsey caught 11 passes on 11 targets against the Ravens. We saw that Ravens defense. I said, how is that possible? The guy doesn't even run natural routes. Look, Pacheco's running hard. And if Pacheco's getting five yards of carry, then that means everything else is going to work for Kansas City. So, obviously, you want to shut down Pacheco and keep him grounded because Kelsey – as the great players do, they always get theirs, right? They find a way. Can you limit that? Can you tackle? But you can't let Pacheco start running the ball and get to the second and third level. That's when you get problems. That's when Eddie Reed starts getting to his bag of tricks with the plash of passes, the trick plays, the jet sweeps. So it all starts with slowing down Pacheco. You know, and I don't know if Joe Duty's going to play. You're all pro guard. If he doesn't play, 
the Niners have to take advantage of that inside and force Pacheco outside, and I expect this to set the yes. So shut, shut down Pacheco because, Carrington, nobody talks about the Eagles Super Bowl. It talks about the impact that Pacheco had. I thought he was the X factor. I thought he changed the game, the way he was able to control the ground ground game and move to six. Like, people don't even realize Mahomes threw for less than 200 yards in that Super Bowl. You know, obviously with the fumble recovery by Bolt and then the big punt return by Tony. But Pacheco, to me, was the difference in that Super Bowl. So, it starts with him. You don't want teams running the ball. You slow down a run game. And, and, and force came to seem to be one-dimensional. Right now, we're talking to Bonte Hill of 95.7 The Game out west in the Bay Area. Just getting his thoughts as we get you ready for Super Bowl 58. Let's get back to the defense here because, like, on paper, these two teams' defenses feel very similar. I mean, this season, Kansas City allowed 294 points. San Francisco allowed 298 points. I mean, this was a coin flip. Two very similar defenses. Kansas City's defense has been able to translate that to the postseason and continue to play at a high level where the offense or excuse me for the, or the defense for San Francisco hasn't been able to do that. What's changed with San Francisco's defense where I thought Green Bay moved the ball pretty easily against them. I also thought the Lions did as well. Yeah, Cleveland Farrell, believe it or not, the former Raider, was very underrated for this defense set the edge on the early downs. Now Chase Young has had to play a lot more snaps. To be quite honest, I expect Andy Reid to attack him, whether it's jet sweeps, whether it's screens, whether it's quick pitches outside, because Chase Young plays too high. And when you're allowing offensive linemen to get to the second level, get blocks, and get downhill on the linebackers, all of a sudden the run game is working. Um, they have stiffened up in the second half. I'll give the defense that. They have played a lot better in the second half of these football games, but obviously against Mahomes and company, they're going to need to play a full half of football. The first, the Green Bay game, for whatever reason, Carrington, Logan Ryan was starting. Now, Jair Brown's a rookie out of Penn State, a strong safety. He replaced Talanoa Hufanga uh, when he got hurt for the season. And Jair Brown did an excellent job. I thought he was solid, you know, playing coming from Penn State. This organization's very high on him. He got hurt, and Logan Ryan played that divisional round game and just lift on tackle after tackle. I mean, it was just like, whoa, are you going to tackle, dude? Because Collision Rat dried the legs, and Aaron Jones went crazy. So tackling has gotten a lot worse for the 49ers. They need to clean up the tackling. I don't know if that has to do with the bye week. I don't know if the inactivity is not playing basically week 18. And, of course, that bye week in the first round of the playoffs. But the tackling has been porous. Walter Ryan was porous. So then Jair Brown gets back into the lineup against Detroit. And more tackling issues and more edge uh, uh, loss and containment issues on the edge there where guys are getting outside. So they've got to clean up the edges. They've got to contain running backs and keep them inside. And even quarterbacks, too, for that matter, Karen said, keep everything inside the pocket. Follow everything inside. Teams are getting outside wide on them. They're getting on the blocks. And that's been a problem for them, not to mention the, the missed tackles. You know, you think about some of these playoff games, Carrington, you get a three-yard catch and the guy gets six yards. That's just unacceptable because of missed tackles. Those first downs keep teams on the field, keeps the chains moving, keeps the defense on the field. So the tackling's become porous. Uh, setting the edge has become awful. And so that's been very, very alarming for the 49ers defense. Their views have been hitting people, setting tones. Hasn't been the case in the postseason. They're going to need to clean that up. They want to hoist this Lombardi. It feels like a theme of this has just been about respect in our conversation. And I'm here telling you that very few people in Kansas City have any respect for Brock Purdy, where I feel like I've been going out of my way to be like, hey, maybe this guy isn't that bad. Hey, this guy who he has been the starter for 21 games and they won 17 of them and he has more touchdown passes this year than Trevor Lawrence in yards. Hey, maybe this guy's good. 
our listeners have shut me down every single time that I've tried to defend Brock Purdy. You have seen every single snap, every single pass of Brock Purdy. How do people in San Francisco feel? And going up against this defense, how confident are you that Brock Purdy can play well? Well, this 49er fan base has wrapped their arms around Brock Purdy. I mean, who doesn't love this story, right? An underdog story, the last pick of the NFL draft. Now, I'm going to tell you, Carrington, I did not believe when Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt last season in the Miami game. I said, boy, this season's done. Wow, what a waste. <laughs> All this talent, first-round playoff loss. Here we go. And then Brock Purdy took the field. They win that game. And then he has his first career start against Tom Brady. And the feeling in that game, when he was dropping dimes down the field, we were like, oh, my gosh. We haven't seen this in this offense in years. And the crowd started chanting Purdy, and he hasn't dropped off. I mean, he broke the single-season yardage mark for most passing yards in 49ers franchise history. This is a franchise that's had, you know, Y.E. Tittle, John Brody, Joe Montana, Steve Young, Jeff Garcia. Buck Purdy is number one in most yards in a season throw. Think about that. This team nearly averaged 30 points a game. Why? Because this guy's cool, calm, and collected. And he has that extra it factor to where the play breaks down, he can improvise. He can scrabble around and make a play and extend the play. You know, with Jimmy, the biggest beef with Jimmy Garoppolo with his fan base was, man, the play breaks down and it's done. It's like, dude, you can't try anything. You can't try to improv, roll around, maybe make a play, throw the ball down the field. Brock Purdy does all that. He checks all those boxes for Kyle Shanahan. You want to throw the ball down the field? He's done that this season. You want to throw the ball in immediately? He's done that this season. He did it against Detroit. Coming out of halftime, nice little route to Debo Samuel. The business to get back in the game. And then it's scrambling, which really set him apart in that NFC championship game. The third and four in the final drive, in which they crunched that game, basically. The goal of 10. His scrambles on that drive won that football game. So, we believe in Brock Purdy, but we also know that it's not all on Brock Purdy. He's got Christian McCaffrey to lean on. He's got Debo Sanders. He's got George Kittle. And he's got Brendan Ayuk, who may be the most slept-on player in this football game. That matchup, whether he's going against McDuffie or Sneed, could be a, could go a long way to ter- determining the Super Bowl. So uh, we believe in Brock Purdy. We believe in the job that he's done. All he's done is just put up number after number. Answered the bell. You want to come back and win a football game? Well, he did it twice in a row uh, in these playoffs. You want to be a front runner and blow teams out? He's done that. You want to go to Philadelphia and avenge that loss in the NFC title game? Well, we're going to go in there and drop 42 on you and score on six straight possessions. They're all going to be touchdowns. Brock Purdy has done that. You know, they want to say game manager. Uh, well, guess what? All these quarterbacks are game managers. Their job is to manage the offense and make sure that you don't make mistakes. And if a play presents itself, well, can you make that play? That's been the big difference in game managers and game changers. And there's nothing wrong being a game manager, but Brock Purdy has changed the game for this 49ers offense. And since he's become the quarterback of his team, they've averaged over 30 points a game, and he knows how to use his weapons. The name of the game is to get the ball to your playmakers. Brock Purdy does that at an elite level, and he knows when to scramble. So we're confident in him being able to move this ball against the Kansas City Chiefs defense. We really are. I just want to tell you guys this before uh, you know, we let Bonte go that I went on his show this morning and he wanted to put a wager on the game. And I said, sure, you know, I'm already placing monetary wagers on it. And he was like, hey, I want some ribs. And I'm like, yeah, that's no problem. We have the best ribs. He offered me clam chowder in exchange, which seems like you want you want the number two overall pick and you offer me two fifth round picks in exchange. So, it, I mean, if, if you want to amend that right now, I'm happy to put up a rack of Kansas City ribs against whatever you guys have in San Francisco. I'm just afraid that you guys don't have high level food like we do here in Kansas City. 
<laughs> well, don't listen to Keith Lee on the internet who made the rounds about a month ago talking about Oakland, California and our food. I mean, we are the home of seafood, right? Lobster rolls, uh, uh, crab sandwiches. We got it all out here. So you can pick and choose whatever food you want because clam chowder was a little low. I mean, I was trying to be Danny Age, man. I was trying to swindle you, Carrington. That's what we do out here in the Bay Area, man. We're the home of hustlers, man. We're trying to hustle you out of a slab of ribs out there in KC. For, for minimal, but I, I was just thinking like, man, we're not losing this game, so I don't really have to send anything to you, you know, so I didn't think that part through, character. I mean, Bonte, Patrick Mahomes has already broken your heart once. You're telling me you don't think he's going to do it again? I know. I Listen, man, I, I don't think he's going to do it again. I think, look, he's a bad, bad man, and I am petrified of the way he throws the football. He's, you know, I, I, I contend, I've been saying this all week, his performance last year at Levi Stadium, when they went to Levi Stadium and dropped 44 to 49ers, and I believe he threw for like 423 and five touchdowns. It's one of the five greatest performances I've seen from a quarterback in regular season history. Seriously. Like, I'm going back, Steve Young, Jim Kelly, Kendall Park, both teams. It was like a combined thousand total yards. You had Drew Bledsoe and Dan Marino one year, Joe Robbie Stadium. Mahomes has two of those performances. Once on Monday night against the Baltimore Ravens, I think it was the pandemic season where nobody was at the game, and he threw like four or five touchdowns in the first half. You will remember. And then, of course, last year, Levi Stadium. He's a bad, bad dude. we got to get pressure on him. No doubt about it. But I feel like the Niners now have an offense that can combat whatever Mahomes and Andy Reid does on Sunday. We finally have an offense and a quarterback that can put up some points and go mano and mano against you guys. So we feel good, man. We feel really good about the Super Bowl. We have a quiet confidence out here in the Bay Area. That's my guy, Bonte Hill, joining us on the show today from 95.7 The Game out west in the Bay Area, giving us his thoughts, the 49ers' perspective, as we are closer and closer to Super Bowl 58. Bonte, man, always appreciate your time. Thanks a lot for hopping on today. Yeah, can't wait to see you in Vegas, Carrie. Keep up the good work, man. Good luck. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 